0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Book Reporters with Joe and Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Joe. How are you doing, Lauren? I'm good. Okay, you know what? I can't fool you people any longer. Um, It is just me this week. Um, Yeah, we... Uh, Lauren and I were going to to an episode together, but there was a little um, scheduling issue uh, trying to uh, coordinate a time to record uh, because Lauren is on vacation this week. And, uh, yeah, so we weren't able to work out a time to schedule the podcast for this week, but, uh, she gave me the go-ahead to go ahead and do a solo episode, and I figured I'd do two books. I'd combine the book I was going to do this episode, Blood Sugar by Sasha Rothschild, um, along with the book I was going to do next week, but I am moving it up, And that is Watch Out for Her by Samantha M. Bailey. And if you wanted a chance to read that book before you listen to this episode, even though my discussion on it is going to be spoiler free, uh, you can go ahead and pause the podcast uh, and go ahead and read it and come back when you are ready but uh yeah you uh get just me this week and um please don't unsubscribe <laughs> um yeah <laughs> but yeah hopefully we'll uh we'll get through this okay and lauren um enjoy your vacation and I look forward to talking with you again next week. And uh, But for now, um, I hope you enjoy this. Lauren, if you're listening, I hope you enjoy listening as a fan. Um, because you are fantastic on this podcast. And uh, But <laughs> anyway, I am going to do my best to keep you folks entertained this week and give you a couple of new reading suggestions. Um, I will say these are both five-star reads from me, so they, of course, come highly recommended. But I will start off with Blood Sugar by Sasha Rothschild, and here is the synopsis. I could just kill you right now. It's something we've all thought at one time or another, but Ruby has actually acted on it, three times to be exact. Though she may be a murderer, Ruby is not a sociopath. She is an animal-loving therapist with a thriving practice. She's felt empathy and sympathy. She's had long-lasting friendships and relationships, and has a husband Jason whom she adores. But the homicide detectives at Miami Beach PD are not convinced of her happy marriage. When we meet Ruby, she is in a police interrogation room, being accused of Jason's murder, which, ironically, is one murder that she did not commit, though a scandal-obsessed public believes differently. As she undergoes questioning, Ruby's mind races back to all the details of her life that led her to this exact moment and to the three dead bodies in her wake. Because though she may not have killed her husband, Ruby certainly isn't innocent. Alternating between Ruby's memories of her past crimes and her present-day fight to clear her name, Blood Sugar is a twisty, clever debut with an unforgettable protagonist who you can't help but root for, an addicting mixture, mixture of sour and sweet. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, um, I remembered posting this on my bookstagram, uh, but from the opening chapter of this book, I knew I was in for a hell of a story, and I knew I was going to talk about it on this podcast. So, it opens with our main character, Ruby. She's swimming at the beach when she's five years old, and... This boy, Duncan Reese, who's a couple of years older and is a classmate of Ruby's sister Ellie. He's also in the water and he's messing around and gets in a situation where he gets caught in the waves and is now drowning. And Ruby is in the water not too far from where he is. And she realizes that she is the only person who can see that he's in trouble. Uh, no one else on shore or in the water notices him. And Ruby thinks from where she is, she can easily save him. Um, because despite him being a bigger kid, he's she's five, he's seven. and uh, But she's a strong enough swimmer. She knows she can... Uh, do so, and it's actually her first instinct, she says, but then she talks about, but then her second instinct comes, and what I'm thinking, reading that, is, oh, she's just going to do nothing and watch him drown. Uh, Instead, she dives under the water, swims to him, grabs his ankle, and pulls him down to make sure he actually drowns and since he's already struggling it's like not as difficult because he's already panicking and it's just she says it was easier for for her to do since that was the case and at the age of five that ends up being her first murder and that's where I posted on my bookstagram like like, oh shit, this is what we're dealing with here. And it should be said, Ruby doesn't kill anyone just for the sake of killing. Um, she always has all three of her murders, there is a reason to them, she tells herself. Um, Duncan was a kid who was a bully and she and he was a um classmate of her sister Ellie and he would torment her and Ellie would come home crying because of this kid Dunkin who would pull her hair and basically torture her and you know nothing was being done about it uh so she pretty much did it to protect her sister and her second murder which is revealed revealed early on would be the father of one of Ruby's friends in high school Hannah um who one night when Ruby is at a sleepover her dad uh the g- girl's dad tries to essentially make a move on her and she kills him by forcing a peanut into his m- mouth when She knows he has a peanut allergy and prevents him from getting to his insulin. And again, because those those tumors are mentioned early on in the book again, but uh, the first part of the book is her in an interrogation room at the police station. And this is where she's being questioned in the death of her husband, Jason. And as is said in the synopsis, she was responsible for three murders. Jason's not being one of them. And it's it's put off revealing what the third murder she's responsible for actually was. And the story starts to give some candidates for who it could be. While also keeping it a mystery as to how Jason died. So, some... Candidates for the third murder include this character named Ronan who was a boyfriend of Ruby's in college and he had pulled her into a thing where he was cheating on an exam and the dean had called her in asking if she knew anything about it and it's not revealed if she told on if she threw Roman under the bus or you know if she lied for him it's held off for a good chunk of the book so you're wondering if he's the third victim of her um there's another one who is a patient of ruby's at her um again since it's in the synopsis ruby is now a uh, therapist. And she has a patient who... uh, Ruby calls the witch. Who is just terrible for her. She destroys... During a session, she deliberately destroys uh, a lamp in Ruby's office. And... You know, she... This character is just, you know, a horrible person. And... The third is Jason's mother, Gertrude, who essentially hates Ruby. She is always, you know, treating Ruby poorly. There's a scene where she, there's an issue with uh, Ruby making coffee. Like, Gertrude says she likes her coffee a certain way, so Ruby makes it that way. But then she says, no, I liked it. It's, shes It's a lot of her gaslighting Ruby and just trying to, you know, get her away from her son. And so she's a third candidate. And um, the only spoiler I'll give is that it is one of those three. <laughs> but... Uh, now I want to talk about my reaction to the story and how surprised I was that Sasha Rothschild um, made this character, Ruby, who is who is a murderer. She actually makes her very relatable and sympathetic. And I did have a lot of sympathy for her. There is There is a point in this book where it becomes public that police are investigating her. And her husband's death and connecting her to these other deaths. And people in her life start to turn their backs on her. Uh, she loses her practice at one point. Her friend Hannah, whom she had recently reconnected with. Uh, and was the friend whose father, Ruby, had killed with the peanut. She hears about Ruby being connected to these other deaths while remembering... That she had been at the sleepover the night her dad died and, you know, starts to really question Ruby and turns her back on her as well. And there, there's one part in the book I actually felt like my heart break where Ruby has a cat she named Mr. Cat and... She, she figures that she's going to be, that the detectives are going to come arrest her, throw her in jail at any minute. And she is apologizing to Mr. Cat, like, that she won't be around to take care of him. And it's just a really, like, gut-wrenching moment for me. And it's, uh, it's such a strange thing like Ru- it says ruby is not a sociopath and she she's able to feel empathy she's loves animals and it's just you you feel these things for her and it's kind of incredible the way that uh Sasha Rothschild was able to create a character like that and i truly did love this book and I remember praising it on my bookstagram and it's just a book I cannot recommend enough. And, um, yeah, so if you haven't checked it out, uh, I hope you do. And I hope, uh, if you had, I'd love to hear your opinion on it and I'd love to or if you do read it at any point, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. But yeah, that is a five-star read for me. And um, yeah, so huh. I wonder since uh, if I'm doing this solo, I should do something a little different and add like a little transition music to my second book. So here we go. Hey, how'd you like that one? I feel, I feel like it's the start of an episode of Frasier with that little transition, but <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so on to book number two, um, which is Watch Out for Her by Samantha M. Bailey. And give me a second while I pull that up. Oh, uh, you think I could have had it pulled up? Um, While I had this podcast pause, but uh, anyway, here you go. It didn't take me long. Uh, Anyways, here we go. The synopsis for book number two, Watch Out For Her by Samantha M. Bailey. Wherever you go, she'll be watching. Sarah Goldman, mother to six-year-old Jacob, is relieved to move across the country. She has a lot she wants to leave behind especially Holly Monroe, the pretty 22-year-old babysitter she and her husband Daniel hired to take care of their young son last summer. It started out as a perfect arrangement. Sarah had a childminder her son adored, and Holly found the mother figure she'd always wanted. But Sarah's never been one to trust very easily, so she kept a close eye on Holly, maybe too close at times. What she saw raised some questions not only about who Holly really was, but what she was hiding. The more Sarah watched, the more she learned, until one day she saw something she couldn't unsee. Something so shocking that all she could do was flee. Sarah has put it all behind her and is started and is starting over in a different city with her husband and son. They've settled into a friendly suburb where the neighbors, a tight click of good citizens, are always on the lookout for danger. But when Sarah finds hidden cameras in her new home, she has to wonder, has her past caught up to her? And worse yet, who's watching her now? A spine-tingling, page-turning novel from USA Today and number one national best-selling author, Samantha M. Bailey. Watch out for her, is psychological suspense at its very best. A chilling look at tr- at trust, voyeurism, and obsession in the modern age. And how far we will go to watch out for those we love. who boy. <laughs> so another five-star read. This is another book I absolutely loved. And it's told from two different points of view in two different timelines. We get Sarah's narrative told in the present time. After the summer when the aforementioned Holly was the babysitter to her and her husband, Daniel's son, Jacob. And then the events from the summer unfold from Holly's perspective. Which, which I believe I've said on this podcast before. Is one of my favorite storytelling techniques. Reading about the aftermath of whatever went down back and forth with whatever led up to that moment so holly is a 22 is a 22 year old med student her father john is the head of a pharmaceutical company and her mother died shortly after she was born and john married holly's stepmother Lisette, who Had a daughter herself, Alexis, who Holly would grow up being very close with. Holly herself is going through some things. She's not happy with the work her father is having her do with the company. And... Lisette essentially treats her like shit. Uh, She... She ends up taking the job with the Goldman family to be Jacob's nanny. And she finds that she really loves it. She makes an immediate connection with Jacob. She develops a little brother, big sister type of love with him. And she grows to love the Goldman's, even at one point staying with them when Lissette has her kicked out of the house. So, and as she becomes closer with them, she grows to become suspicious of Daniel who appears to be sneaking around behind Sarah's back and being away from home a lot with little explanation. And she takes it upon herself to want to learn what's going on. Since she's developed a strong bond with Sarah as well, and as it's going back and forth in the timeline between each woman's perspective, I I actually got the sense that the title, Watch Out For Her, implying to be wary of what I assumed from the synopsis was Holly, but... At one point, I did get a sense that maybe Sarah was the one we should be wary of. And this book is fantastic in keeping me on my toes. It kept me on my toes at all times. um, And wanting to keep it going to find out what happened. Uh, Also, I got a strong feeling of Sarah's paranoia after moving into the new home. There's... There's cameras hidden that she finds in the home. Strange occurrences begin to happen. She begins receiving ominous text messages. Combined with an older man who's living all across the street who... She gets creepy vibes from him and he always seems to just be watching her. And so it's... Uh, I, be- I believe I said this... I might have said this in the Bookstagram post I shared in this back when I was reading it, but it's one of those books I wanted to I wanted to keep reading to see where it was going while at the same time not wanting wanting to stay in a moment of being thrilled sort of like I want to know has anyone ever read a book like that where you're don't You know, you're dying from the suspense. You want to know what happens, but you also want to stay in that moment of what is going on here. You know, not knowing who to believe, who to trust, what's going on. It is just one of those... Such a fun read. Again, five stars. Um, (laughs) It's just... Highly recommend it. I added Samantha's other book. um, Oh, God, I'm blinking on the name. Oh, I got a woman on the edge. I have that high on my list, too. And uh, it's just another fantastic book that I cannot recommend enough as well, along with Blood Sugar. Uh, I hope you... If you haven't read it, you add it to your list and put it high up on your list. And uh, just, you know, it's... I don't know what more I can say about it. Uh, Anyway, yeah, that is um, two five-star reads from me this week. And yeah, you get um double the Joe without Lauren. Um even though Lauren I'm missing you right now. <laughs> uh you are a fantastic co-host and she is fantastic and um I hope I hope I don't lose any subscribers or get any one star reviews to I bring I bring back the girl where's uh First off, she's not a girl, she's a woman. Um, but yeah, it's uh yeah, if one of us was going to be solo this we you get the guy who can't who struggles to talk on a podcast. Uh <laughs> But yeah, um I did want to get this episode out cuz I did want to recommend both of those books and uh Again, that is uh, Blood Sugar by Sasha Rothschild and Watch Out For Her by Samantha M. Bailey. And, um, yeah, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is obviously going to be a short one this week, but uh, uh, hopefully Lauren will be back next week. We can work out a schedule where... Uh, we are able to record again, and for that episode, I assume she's going to stick with her what would have been her pick for this episode, which is Greenwich Park by Catherine Faulkner. Um, it's Greenwich, right, or Greenwich? She, I don't, I don't need anyone comment that I said it wrong. I'm sure it's Greenwich Park. This is just me rambling at this point. But um, but yeah, so I assume she will still be talking about that. And my pick next week is going to be a book that I am currently reading right now. I'm maybe approximately 40% of the way through. But I am having so much fun reading this title and i know for sure i will want to talk about it and that is another new release i will be talking about one of us is dead by geneva rose and it again i am just having a blast reading it right now and um yeah so it should be a fun episode next week and thank you for listening, for sticking with me this week, uh, as I did this on my own. Um, they're not all going to be like this. Uh, Lauren will be back and, uh, hopefully next week. Um, I'm sure she'll be back next week. Okay. I said that enough. Um, Lauren, I love you. I miss you. <laughs> um, and, uh, everyone, thank you for listening and talk to you next episode. Take care, everyone.